840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes. We've got your questions standing by. You can reach me and or get on the air down the road at 376-5483. In the studios, my friends and uh, compadres uh, in real estate, Brian O'Rear, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. They hire veterans. And they're the number one home team inspection service in the country. Good to have you here. Sir. Thank you, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. And you're also still on the board with... I'm uh, on the Kentucky Board of Home Inspectors. Yes, thanks. How's that coming along? It's going great, actually. A lot, of, a lot of good work. Good. Good to hear. Also here, who does good work, and I'd even say great work, Chuck Crosby. The Crosby Law Offices not only is a great closing attorney, and you can pick the attorney you want to close your loan, but he's also a great guy, and he does wills. He does evictions. He actually go. You go to the home's... Yourself and evict the people? I've only done that on one occasion, mm. and that was special. Oh, very good. Well, maybe you don't want to be doing later. that. I want to hear that story. Yeah, that's it's a good story. Yeah, maybe we go into that another It includes time. rain. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Chuck's number is 499 Coming up a little later on in the show, something I thought was rather interesting. We've got 10 money-saving gadgets that pay for themselves. Just by purchasing, they put them into play, they'll pay for themselves, and then so. But first, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Mike. Yeah. I have a condo that I'm interested in renting, but the HOA says I'm not allowed to do that. What happens if I go ahead and rent it out anyway? Mm, Chuck? Well, they can do a lot of things, uh, and it, it depends. Um, some uh, condos, well, all condos, they'll have a master deed. It'll have restrictions. They'll have rules and regulations and bylaws. Um, if the bylaws say you can't do this, well, that's the first part. The second part you need to look at is what happens if you don't. Uh, most of them will allow some sort of fine to be levied. Uh, there's a few uh, outfits out there where their condo rules and regulations are written poorly, and they don't allow that, but most of them do. Uh, you can get a fine put on. And then if you don't pay the fine, they will be able to foreclose based on that fine. Ooh. It can so be ugly. They're not now, fooling around. Yeah, it, there's a lot of things they can do. Okay. I mean, I mean just, it gets scary, I guess, when you get to that point. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and there are some that, that abuse it, and there are some who don't have the right. They just kind of extrapolate that idea from other rights. Uh, but what it does is it gets ugly, it gets in court, and that's when it gets expensive. Got it. Got it. Uh, Mike, better not to rent out the condo if the covenants and conditions say no. Throughout the show, we're going to give out. I think it's easier and better if we just give out some of these tips as we move forward. That one of the Here's item number one of money-saving gadgets that pay for themselves okay i kind of love this idea so you want to make sure that the appliances that you're using even let's say a cell phone battery charger is not eating you out of house and home in terms of the cost of electricity so there's an item and a lot of these are on believe me i have own one share of of amazon stock so this is not an attempt to raise amazon stock but a lot of these are from it it's called save a watt phantom power indicator So the way this happens is you take this appliance or even a cell phone charger, you plug it in, and then it will tell you how much juice you're pulling and paying for if you pay for it, unlike Brian, who's no longer having to pay for his LG&E. Solar power, baby. You went solar power. We're going to talk about that probably on the next show. Great. We'll talk about 
Um, but this thing is called Save a Watt Power Indicator, $24.99 Amazon. And I think that's a really cool thing. I'm thinking of of making a purchase on that one. After great idea. Show. Isn't that great? Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. This is George. Yeah. I'm getting ready to sell my home, and I had uh, somebody telling me that I need to have my septic clean. It's been We've been here about five years, have two kids, and we haven't had it clean yet, but we haven't had any issues. Is that true? Is that something we should, should do or not? So, Brian, how often should septics be cleaned? Uh well, I'm going to give a real attorney answer. It just depends, Bob. Uh, whenever and I'm not it's licensed dirty. to say that. Yeah, here, I saw somebody uh, on a listing one time talk about how great it was that they'd never had to have the septic uh, emptied. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, probably doesn't understand the whole uh, concept there. So it depends on how many people are in the home, uh, what the ages are, the usage of... of uh, Flushing? Uh, yes, yeah. all, all that sort of stuff. So it, it really does depend. But I'd say at five years, if he's got a family there, probably a good idea. And more than likely, the buyer's going to ask for the septic inspection anyway. And part of the a real thorough inspection is to have it pumped first and then inspected. So let me ask you a question, because I think part of it is um, the concept that if you throw that stuff that you can buy for septic tanks into the tank, yeah. it's supposed to biodegrade and get rid of this is that happening does it, that really it work? does happen but there's still solids that that uh, go down to the bottom eventually every septic tank um fills up and needs to be cleaned out so okay. eventually it does need to be pumped so the answer is i would think there george is you might want to consider getting that done now especially if you're going to put the house on the market or if you're buying one get it done clean and inspect it all right another one of our tips uh, that pay for themselves so you turn the lights on whenever you enter a room. You turn them off when you exit, right? It's a golden rule, basically, of energy savings. At least at my house, though, seems like sometimes the lights are left on. <laughs> Do you have that problem at your house? Uh, yeah. I walk in and the lights are on, and I'm going, uh, okay, we need to turn these off. Okay, I'm uh, still a newlywed, so oh, are you just going to turn them off. Uh, once you understand what's going, what's doing that, it actually costs you money to leave them on, Right. Yeah. Right, Sandy? They cost you money to leave them on. <laughs> you get in trouble here, Bob. <laughs> I'm blushing, too. All right. You plug any electric device into that Save-A-Watt thing. That works. That tells you how much it's drawing. But what about getting them to come off, the, the lights to come off? Uh, it may end up that instead of paying for the electric company all this money, except for Brian, who's now got solar, you can trim the expense with a Lutron Mastro. That's an L-U-T-R-O-N-M-A-E-S-T-R-O. It's a leveraging motion sensor technology, which actually turns the lights on and off for you as you walk into a room. 29 bucks on Amazon, or, and I'm going to give them a plug because I just bought one, it was 50 bucks, and I put it in my garage. Um, it's at Costco. It's these long, like a four-foot-long uh, light. It's LED light uh, that you put over a workbench or in a, in a garage. But I've got it in the garage now, so the moment you open the door, I don't have to touch a switch. You pull your car in it, it comes on, and and that was like 50 bucks. But this one is just one light bulb that we're talking about here. And again, it's called a Lutron M-A-E-S-T-R-O. By the way, if you want more information on this, I'll send you the whole story. Send me an email, uh, bob at com, and just put in the subject line, uh, money-saving gadgets. You know, related to that, Bob, uh, motion sensors for fans and bathrooms. A lot of times the fans get left on a long time, and... Oh, I didn't know that there was a motion yep. sensor for that. Really? They sure do. Like yeah. the like Home Depot Lowe's and yep. other, okay, good. Good to know. I'm surprised you need one of those, Bob. I've always noticed how the <laughs> lights come on in any room when you as enter. I walk in. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, yeah that's very sweet. Okay. 
All right, back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Scholar, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Stephanie. Hi. I have a question. We're selling our house, and I did something unusual. We have granite counter around our stainless steel sink. It had the caulking there. I thought it looked kind of tacky, so I tore it off. Uh-oh. And in essence, water ended up going in there and kind of seeping down the stairs. Oops. Should I include that in the disclosure? Okay, so, Brian, here's my philosophy. And, again, I think Chuck and Brian will both tell you, if you, if you don't, an inspector's going to walk in. They're going to see that there's a stain on the, on the uh, shelf or below where uh, the, the bottom of the, uh, of the cupboard or whatever it might be, wherever, underneath the sink. And then they're going to look at the disclosure, or they might look at the disclosure, and, and it's not going to say that you ever had a water leak. So now it sets up a feeling of distrust between you and the buyer. Thoughts on that, Brian? If the staining is visible, the inspector will see it. He may be able to see it uh, if it's a, an issue that's still ongoing. So, um, you know, I would just always recommend having it fixed professionally or s- by a handyman. It's probably not going to be that much money. It's going to certainly save them a lot of headache from the phone call from the, the buyer who's mm-hmm. annoyed uh, once they once they uh, move into the home. Okay. So, Steph, I, w- I would... Fix it, get caulking yeah. done, and then also, and then disclose, disclose it. Yeah. And I've, I've always found that uh, when I get people who don't trust each other at a closing, it started somewhere, and then it just snowballs. And it could be something really small, probably, right? Right. And were they lying or were they mistaken? Right. Everybody seems, if you've got that one little thing where you weren't completely forthright, a mistake will automatically be viewed as a lie, and then things go down downhill from there. Got it. Another one of our money-saving tips. You guys ever buy apples, lettuce, cucumbers, and more to find out next couple of days they whittle away in the in the fridge after a couple of days, right? Yeah. You can cut down on waste and cash spent constantly replacing produce with a, now, uh, this is a new to me. It's called a Blue Apple Freshness Extender, B-L-U-A-P-P-L-E Freshness Expender. It's a handy helper absorbs ethylene gas, which signals produce to ripen up for three months. So you keep your favorite healthy snacks fresher longer. You toss it in with the, your crisper uh, in the crisper of the refrigerator, and you'll be amazed how much money you save on grocery items. And they're claiming this is it'll save you up to 600 bucks for a family of four. We're writing that one down. Yeah, it's on Amazon, 11 bucks. Again, Blue Apple Freshness Extender. My Be- thought is if you're not eating your carrots in, in time for them to go bad, having this thing isn't going to make you eat your carrots well, maybe, any maybe it looks that, Well, maybe not carrots, but it could be other stuff. <sighs> I, that always goes bad. All right, so anyway, I'm going to try that as well. All right, one more before we go to a break. One more call. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning, Rachel. Hi, Bob. This is Rachel. Yeah. I've got a slow leak in my basement, and I'm going to be selling my house. Do I disclose that, or can I just ignore it and hope that no one discovers it? See, this is a, this we're on a track here. A lot of people <laughs> having questions about disclosing. Disclose it. Absolutely. Yep. No question. You better believe it. So as a inspector, Brian, what will you do? You go into a basement, you're looking for leaks, right? Isn't that one of the main things you're looking for? Yes, of course. And, and more than likely, it's not going to be leaking at the time of the inspection. And so the best that an inspector is going to have is some telltale signs. So mm-hmm. if there's staining, he'll point out the staining. Um, and that's if it's visible. We have we had a case recently where it's very clear that the seller put up a bunch of stuff because we visited the home afterwards after the new buyer had moved in to, to obstruct uh, the view. Don't do that. 
Just and, get it fixed. And don't paint the walls. No. He, that's a clear reason, especially with fresh, fresh paint, and yeah. you can still smell the fresh paint. Something's going on, right? Just get it fixed. Typically, a crack is going to, um, I mean, it depends on what it is, maybe $500, may, maybe up to 1000 at the most uh, if it's non-structural. So just get it get it fixed. Save you a ton of headache. Yeah, do, uh, you'll never regret being too honest. I, that's what I tell all of our sellers. Chuck, you're, yeah, you know, you're right, right on that. Money monitors, before we take a break here, so a money monitor, part of saving money on your energy bills, identifying high spending habits, which also includes knowing the appliances and electronics that are costing you extra. So the Belkin Conserve Insight Energy Use Monitor, simple way to discover how much your TV or microwave really racks up on a yearly basis, a monthly basis, and it tells you how much of a carbon footprint that you're leaving behind. So the cost is 34 bucks again. It's on Amazon. I'm just telling you it's on Amazon. Belkin Conserve Insight Energy Use Monitor. And with the option to use your specific energy rate, you can tell you exactly how much it's costing you uh, of gadgets. So uh, that's another thing to go. Again, send me an email, bob at com, and put money-saving tips in the subject line, and I'll send you a link to the whole story that I found on this. We're going to take a break in the studio. Uh, great people, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, and his number is 499-6360. Also, Brian O'Rear, owner of the Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. And we are continuing to desperately look for homes. The absorption rate for homes in the oh, fifty to $350,000 range still continuing to stay in the one point five to three-month range, which is well into a seller market. So really, just give me a call, 376 Five four eight three. Back in a moment on News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello, everybody. Brian O'Rear with Home Team Inspections, the number one home team inspection business in the entire nation. And team makes all the difference. We bring a team of professionals to inspect each home. Multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough and efficient look at your property. Our teams consist of military veterans. They understand the value of professionalism, attention to detail, and going above and beyond to serve your needs. Visit us at hometeam-louisville.com to schedule your inspection today. Get the team. Get home team. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? 
I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokoler. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. The Louisville Real Estate Show. Bob Stakulder here with you. You can get in contact with me day or night, anytime. 376-5483. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. We love and uh, appreciate the friendship. Chuck Crosby is here. Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. And Brian O'Rear, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. So we're going through a list of uh, some things, items you can buy money-saving gadgets that pay for themselves. And if you're wanting a few extra days before sending your go-to jeans through the wash, it may seem smelly, but a money-stretching idea, that is until you swash. Popping a less-than-fresh clothing item and specially formulated pod into this sleek clothing care appliance costs you only a fraction of a visit to a dry cleaner's, adding up to major savings each year by cutting out cleaner costs. Even better bonus, supplementing regular wash loads with a gentle swash cycle reduces both fading and pilling. Hmm. Keeps your clothes and you looking good and fresh forever. It's a little pricey. What? what it's a swash? Swash, a- yeah. So, uh, and it'll make me look good? Yeah, nothing will help you smell that good. much. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Smell good. 399 bucks for that. Mm. that. I'm not sure I'm taking a shot on that one. Yeah. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. Uh, my name is Sam Dawson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just recently had an inspection done on my house, and it's showing that there's a lot of problems on it. And uh, I really don't think there's a lot of problems going on with them. Um, so do I need to disclose that in the, in the form? Um, just let me know what should I do. So I want to get Chuck's opinion on this one because, quite frankly, there, sir, I've seen this happen before. So an inspector comes in, does the inspection, writes up a litany of problems, but the seller doesn't think that these are legitimate problems. Yeah. But does he have to disclose even if he doesn't think they're legitimate problems? If he doesn't think they're legitimate, if he thinks they're completely made up, of course. But, you know. Of course he doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't have to. But, I mean, if he... You disclose what's true just because the, you know, uh, recent escapee from a, you know, an asylum walks in and says, hey, you know, you have nuclear radiation uh, coming out of the wall. It's walls. an unfair characterization of home inspectors. I don't know. I was going to say it. <laughs> I, I was just going off of my experiences with you. But, um, <laughs> this is you fair. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. If, if they come up with something completely crazy, well, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I actually was involved in one thing once where a home inspector, uh, I don't think they're currently inspecting homes, um, said the place was, had ghosts. Yeah. I mean, really? Okay. They could prove that. Yeah, I know. It's I like, want to, I want to do a story on that. That's, that would be something I would like to see proven. Yeah. I'll say if anybody out there has an issue like this, we'll be happy to go give a free second opinion. Yeah. Really? Sure. And, and that always is a good idea. Yeah. I mean, before you go and say, well, they're crazy. Well, you're not a home inspector. How do you know they're crazy? 
Um, but if you have somebody yeah, qualified have somebody like come up, yeah. Brian, is and then you've yeah. got backing up. The the place that this comes into play is if he doesn't disclose it, somebody buys the house, finds out that it actually is correct. Mm-hmm. Well, then you get the pantsuit off of you, and you want to have some kind of of backup, some reason. Because if you show up in front of a judge and say, "Yeah, well, I just didn't think it was right," well, that's not a really good argument. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, and by the way, uh, Brian's number. <laughs> Three five seven zero eight one three. If you want to get a second opinion, all right. Uh, this this has some merit here. What I'm about to tell you, uh, in terms of things that will save you money over the course of a uh, uh, year, fresh bunches of parsley, cilantro. They really only last a couple of days. If you do that, you want those herbs that are coming out of the uh, the supermarket. They they're there. They're gone. They're deprived of moisture. They're delicate herbs. They wilt, and when uh, stored laying flat, they can invite rot. So wasting your produce is something you want to try to stay away from. But you can save some pennies by purchasing a herb keeper. That's herb keeper, H-E-R-B keeper. It works like a vase, holding herbs upright in a shallow uh, bath of water until you need them. Now, this thing costs $22.93, $22.93 on Amazon. I'm wondering, you could get a little vase and put them in a vase and put them in the refrigerator. Won't yeah, that do the same nice. thing? When I want to freshen up my herbs, um, yes. I, I use a plastic cup. Oh, do you really? And put them in there to let them soak up with a little ice water. Really? Yeah, so this has got some merit up. to it. And but why not buy, for 22 bucks? No, not, why buy a $22? Yeah. You can just and, use a cup. And if you can't keep your herbs going for at least a week, you've yeah. got problems. Oh, I'm getting that one, too, along with the blue apple. Oh, <laughs> okay. Guys, guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm a gadget freak beyond belief, and my wife knows that. But she's become... She's come to accept that from me at this point. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, my name is Shelly. I've had mold in my bathtub around the corners. Some bleach fixed that for about three months. It's back, and I want to sell. Will bleaching it again be okay? Oh, this is a loaded question because, Shelly, you could have somebody tell you, oh, yeah, just put bleach on it again, but that's going to be a problem. Brian, the reason is? Well, it- if you don't kill the roots of the mold, it's going to come back. So from the way she's described it, it sounds like it's more than likely in the caulking. There's no way to get rid of it. Have the have the caulking removed and replaced. What if it's behind the wall? Those or if it's behind the, the wall, you've got what big I'm guessing. issues. It, she's yeah. got big issues. So you start with the caulking. Is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, yeah, if it's just the caulking. That's typically what we see, little spots of gray down there. Um, it's impossible to get rid of for any extended period. Just remove the caulking. Um Scrub the area and then and then recalk. You can have that done professionally. That's really something you could probably do yourself. All right, that's a good idea, though. Chuck, are we we concerned about any legal ramifications? Yeah, always. I mean, if it's just cleaning, yeah. great. Uh, you know, it's no problem. But if it keeps coming back even after doing something, I mean, uh, pouring bleach on it is is a little more than the usual soft scrub soap or whatever. Uh, if it keeps coming back and in, that indicates a, a deeper problem, you're certainly you, – the standard is always what you knew or what you should have known. You mm-hmm. can't get by saying, oh, I just don't know anything about this. Um, you should have known something about it. So if it keeps coming back, yeah, have some guy look at it. All right, so let me add a caveat to this question. So let's say there's a problem. We don't know what it was or what it is, mm-hmm. but you've got mold coming from uh, the caulking. And we don't know whether, in fact, it's um, a problem where – uh, it's behind the wall or just the caulking. Now you hire a company, and I won't use any names, but they come in, they put in these um, bathroom, bathtubs and stalls over the what was there before. Hmm. 
So it looks clear. It looks good because it's brand new and basically looking. But behind this stuff is all whatever was growing was still growing. I've always wondered about that. Okay. So I'm bringing up a good question here. So the question comes down to, so is is that, are we hiding something if these companies come in and, and put a facade over it? Well, if it wasn't, yeah. I can see where it, you could make an argument that that's what was happening. Now, again, it gets back to intent. Were they trying to hide it? Uh, did they know any better? Should they have known any better? Uh, you just, you know, it's, well, it's all a matter for each individual scenario. Well, you're the attorney in this yeah. group here. So, I mean, does a if a buyer purchases a house and they've got this gorgeous bath, and then all of a sudden, let's say they're ripping it out to redo the whole bathroom, mm-hmm. and they find this mess behind it, mm-hmm. do they have recourse? Well, there's always recourse if somebody did something that was misrepresentative of the situation. Misrepresentation always has recourse if you can prove it, okay, and if you're willing to take it that far. If they're just ripping out everything to redo their bathroom, chances are they were going to pull that stuff out anyhow. Okay, good point. Is there any real damage? Uh, You've got to have real damage to take in front of a judge. This whole TV stuff about, ooh, you know, bothered my day. Uh, yeah. That's not going to work. You have to have something you can, you know, put down to a dollar amount. Um, so uh, if that, if you can do that, well, then yeah, there's probably some recourse if they you know, misrepresented the situation. But it's an interesting question to follow up with, don't you think? In terms of yeah, I, but I always wondered about those things when you put it on the outside. Well, what if there was an initial problem that inside that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. If you're looking to see what, a, what really great photographs look like, the new stage in. In photography, check out our Louisville3D.com website. It will give you an idea of what we're doing. It's spectacular. Just another level of where we're going with our Sekolar Medley team. Take a look at Louisville3D.com, and then give me a call, 376-5483. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolar, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. My name is Marty. Yeah. Got a question about, um, I guess, personal property uh, with, with buying a home things that sellers say that they'll leave there, um, how do I make sure that they're going to leave them? My agent said that, you know, there's certain things that they don't want put in a contract because it's personal property, but yet I want to make sure that when they say they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Interesting. Many banks, loan, lending institutions, do not want personal property put, I would probably tell you all of them, don't want. No, none of them that I run yeah, into. Yeah. want any of the personal items put in the contract because the only want to, they only want to loan money on what is tangible and what yeah they want to loan money on real estate not a you know a, a tractor dishwasher or, or well a dishwasher could be attached to yeah. part of it but I'm thinking a tractor yeah what I frequently see uh, with lenders is they'll they'll want if if you put that stuff in the contract they'll say no we need to do an addendum that these things have absolutely no value and are being left as an accommodation to the seller only. Now, is that the only recourse? What about a side addendum or uh, well, a side whenever contract? You, whenever you start doing anything on the side, yeah, uh, the bank will take a very narrow view as to whether or not you're trying to hide something from them. Even if it's something, a bill of sale, let's say you're well, selling it to the... Well, yeah, that's a different story of that. That's, yeah. that's different than, you know, uh, that's leaving. Okay. Yeah, if I'm going to sell you a tractor, I'm going to sell you a tractor. But what what it sounds like to me they're talking about is... Uh, things in the house like a refrigerator, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and 
if it's something that they leave off the contract but they want to make sure stays, that's that doesn't sound to me like a side agreement to sell a tractor. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, hey, yeah, you know, I, I like that pool table real well, but, you know. Okay, so you like the pool table. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give it to you, but I, I want to make sure that you want to make sure that it's going to stay. So I write you a, a receipt for a dollar. You give me a bucket. Yeah, the whole dollar thing. I, I don't know. Right, you don't like that, that. Yeah, I don't like that because um, that that suggests that there's not real value if you're buying it. That's a side agreement. Real value, you're buying it. Uh, if it's just being left, why not just say that? Why not just say uh, but seller what, doesn't? But what if the bank then tells you to pull it out of the contract? Usually they don't. Usually I've seen it happen. Uh, no, they'll say they'll you put that in there that this stuff is going to get left, and mm-hmm. they'll say no, we don't want to see that. Um, and then they'll want an addendum that says it's being left Hold merely on. as a convenience as a convenience yeah, an accommodation to the seller we are out of time but you can hear there are a lot of moving parts to any sale or purchase of a home and if you're thinking of doing this you want professionals we'd love to help you from the purchase side you can call me bob sekulder at three seven six five four eight three but at the same time you want to make sure the inspection that you have on the home is done to the top standards that's why we recommend brian O'Rear home team inspection service and you can reach him at three five seven zero eight one three and when you close that loan, you want to make sure that the attorney closing it dots every I, crosses every T, and then goes beyond that. And that's what Chuck Crosby does. You can reach him anytime at 499-6360. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you, Bob. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Listen, we hope you all have a very healthy, great Sunday. We will see you back here, right here, on News Radio 840 WHS next Sunday.